podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. The Whistleblowers is back for the season by Labrooks. We're called Whistle, and this is true. We love to do the things that we're not supposed to do. We don't need robbing, stealing, or mugging. Welcome to the Whistleblowers. It's still called that. While you've been away, Mark... Welcome to Mark Webster, previous host of the Whistleblowers. Oh, hello! Yes, <laughs> I've recognised. I've recognised everything about this, including <laughs> your good self, the room, and indeed the the boiling cauldron of fire in the corner. <laughs> why they bother? Why they do that? I don't know. People I mean, can't no one's see ever that. jumped into it, so it seems it seems a silly affectation because it's not. It doesn't work very well, podcast. Also, uh, in this host of hosts show, we've got uh, <laughs> the host of We have Martin Grissett. Hello, Martin. It's great to see you, Stuart. It's great to see you, Mark. Uh, put the band back together Indeed. one last Indeed. one last time. I'm hoping Mark one lets last. I'm hoping Mark lets us say a word or two before the. Uh, this is like that Stones gig, which is much not sold it. out apparently yeah. at the London Stadium. We can just yeah. sit back. Which right. is weird. Just, just stop a second. Now press on. Sure. The whistleblowers <laughs> is backed for the season by Lab Brooks. Check out the latest offers and odds at bet.thewhistleblowers.net. That's the business stuff out of the way. Congratulations. There's some tasty okay. odds flying around this weekend. I'll um, right then. Uh, this weekend saw um, the end of an era with uh, Arsene Wenger getting a trophy off the other the other 50% end of an era, Ferguson, at Old Trafford, and then giving Man United a present of an easy oh, goal. wasn't it? It was a gift. Well, it's amazing to say Alec Ferguson at uh, Old Trafford, wasn't it, now that he's he left the club? I mean, uh, no one's seen hide nor hair of him since, he's, since he packed in football. It was like Willy right? Wonka turning back <laughs> up at the factory, wasn't it? It was like, here he is. I know, remarkable stuff. But what was the, there was like a, the number of, the number of titles that they've won out of X amount of years is something absurd, isn't it? It's like the last, what, the last, 26 they've won 19 of them yeah and it's it's kind insane. of insane it, it feels like it does feel like the end of a of a premiership era. you know Wenger is responsible for revolutionising football we're told as far as I understand that boils down to professional footballers they eat pasta did you feel that revolution Martin uh I think the, the only revolution I remember is the fact that it was it Reoc Bruce Reoc was the man that made way for the revolution. That was a, tra- that was a change of pace. <laughs> and I'm, I'm fairly sure. Yeah, I'm fairly sure argue. the Reoc family needed, were in need could, of an evolution anyway. One so. would argue that was a change of pace. I I am enormously all over the fact that he that by accident rather than design made the Premier League what we're looking at because his football team were different and special. Mm. Do you think that's his lasting legacy? Oh my God, yeah. Um, unfortunately, it would have been nice for his point of view if that had been a legacy that he that it either A, carried on with him in charge of it or B, he'd have gone five years ago and, and he managed to find a successor who could continue that legacy. It was a, it was Those a, things don't happen that often, though, do they? End, just watching the, like, the air, last of the air leave the balloon. <laughs> Arsenal, really and it's just like, oh, here we go. They're going to do the most Arsenal thing possible really at Old Trafford and just go, hey, do you know what, guys? And giving Jose the opportunity to do his, like, kind of, you know, on the mount in Rio, sort of hands stretched Christ wide. the Redeemer. Absolutely. It was fascinating for, for, for Martin Tanner on the commentary note in that uh, that Jose had uh, been tactical when, as far as I could tell, the winner was a lump it forward 
to a big lad. Which was beautiful. In its own way, it's beautiful. Should we now defer? You don't know where we're sitting. Can you explain these tactics, Martin? Let's talk to the big fella about this. He used to play number nine. It's impossible to... It's just impossible to ignore, isn't it? It's just something you don't want to ever... I mean, we've seen... There's been a lot of number nine action over this weekend, but you never want to turn around and go... That's that's effective, and I want that in my team. I mean, who would want Fellini? I mean, West Ham. Would you want to sign Fellini? No, but the point—if you go back to the point about Mourinho—is the thing is that he's he has used Fellini very cleverly, tactically. He uses him as a, a, a either as a blocker mm, in midfield yeah. or a target up front. I mean, no one's arguing. I'm not arguing it's pretty. I'm saying that it was effective, and 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 I would even argue, even though he bounced it off an Arsenal defender's head. Off the battle, yeah, and he had he no meant, idea where the he hell He meant it. to back flick it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he never, uh-huh. never managed to get the top left-hand corner. Let's, no. I mean, let's be honest. But but I think but I think Wenger going out now, which obviously him and him and Ferguson were the Premiership era, as you said, they won, they won a lot of the leagues. And they, that's a good point. And, actually, they, was, and they were good. Is, and they were that's a the good, end of an era thing there, isn't it? But yeah. also, I think, I think this has been the season where maybe it's because of Man City's wonderful rise to prominence with their very attractive football but I don't think I've ever heard as much critique of British managers as I have done this year I mean they've all been wheeled out to go and save clubs and go and do eight weeks here and a season there and you know Moyes, Pulis, um, Hodgson, Big Sam, Big Sam, Big Sam got got voted out in his own fan survey. Yes, you know, it's been. A, I mean, uh, is is he did too well? That's his problem. <laughs> if he hadn't done that well, if he'd have just kept them up, he'd have been a hero. But because he put them back in the frame where will they're we like, won't we? Will we? Oh, won't we? Yeah. Actually, we've spent a lot of money. We deserve to be better. So than easy. Hodgson so and Allardyce are the weirdest stories but, but, but of but the season but, for that very reason. But I agree. But they're, but they're all part of a merry-go-round of fixes and stabilizers. They're not winners. Whereas. Obviously, M- Mourinho, as you talk about, is the most pragmatic manager around, but yet... Well, that's the scariest bit, isn't it? Uh, it's the way that right. it, it ain't squads that he breaks down to. It's, of, course, of course, it is, because in the end, you end up... You have a squad of people, and, and, and there's, there's an excellent amount of managers you, apply, you ask to, mm-hmm. to look after them. And then you've got the medium squad of players, and there's X amount of you ask to look after them. So, so it's horses for courses. It's, it's, it's almost straightforward runners and riders, isn't it? But I think this, but also this year, what's happened, I think, more so, again, I think maybe exasperated by City's sort of fantastic season, is that there's no mid-table this season in a way. There's been, for, there's been no. a top six, and there's been, there literally has been everybody else yeah. in a way. Up until about four weeks ago, I, so, I give but, Burn, I'll give Bernie a bigger break than the, than the yeah, table yeah, positions but, for yeah. that. Simply to give Sean Dyche a break. Yeah, true, true. But 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 ostensibly, this league has been awash with teams not wanting to get relegated, of which Burnley break that mould, and everybody else is having a fight for top four. No, that makes perfect sense. But you know what? It's probably not that different, except it's polarised by the fact that we can patently see that enormous gap. Once again, up there, Man, Man, this Man City season is like the Leicester season for me. I think I'm hoping it's somewhat anomalous because when Leicester won, it was a great thing in its in and of its own way. But I don't, no, I didn't want to see Leicester doing it again. No, it didn't matter if they did it again. But do, do do you see an influence of if 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 Wenger's legacy is is the way that he played football was was something that changed the way the the Premier League is watched? Is Pep Guardiola the kind of heir apparent who can take that into the next twenty years? Maybe not him on his own. He, he seems a bit more innovative. Like he'll yeah. he'll win in whichever way that 
he needs to win. He'll find a way to win the league. I think if you look at other teams will have work, started working them out. That's why the second half of the season has been a bit sticky for him because, you know, we saw Liverpool and the way they pressed them and the way mm. that, I mean, it has been a long season. There was a, a t- lot of tough games for them. I mean, when they're getting beat by Wigan and you just, it was like watching boxers that have just taken a punch and you're like, this guy's better than the other guy, but he's just taking a hit and you know he's going to get, he's going to get knocked down. And that's the, Wigan did it to them. They got, it happened to them in the, in the Champions League. It's, 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 so they're very beatable and showing that weakness I think we you know we, we, we've all seen it in Man City so but they'll find another way to push on and um but I think Liverpool I think other guys will have their acts together next year I was year. surprised about that weakness actually mm. I mean I, I obviously I, I saw him at West Ham mm. and you watch and the point you make Martin is, extra, is exactly right is when you're actually watching them up close and personal what you kind of forget when you're watching it on the box or whatever is that they are just it's a bunch of fellas on the football pitch and a bloke on the side of the pitch. And you they're all doing jobs. And he's still making them do jobs. And that's what it boils down to. I mean, except they're exceptionally good at doing their jobs. They're, they're, they're not above and beyond what's going on on the football pitch. What they are, they're just fellas who compl- they've got a load of talent and they remain within the job that they're meant to be doing. That, and he makes sure that they remain within the job That was a doing. funny... It's not about City, but there's an interview with uh, Salah about coming to Liverpool and uh, somebody said somebody said to me, are you surprised you have to r- run back and tackle people? And he went, no, it's my job. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like job of work, isn't it? No, absolutely. I, the, the city thing as well, though. There's, there's there's moments when you're watching them play, and you're just um, the, the the second half of the season when company came back in, it was like they almost were looking around and just showing that little bit of weakness, that little bit of doubt. I think by having someone like him, a talisman that came back and bolstered them in those last yeah. couple of months, it was it made all the difference. I know Gary Neville talked about it in the, his like team of the year, talking the, the difference he made instead of Otamendi. But company knows how to win, and having those players—that's something we talk about. The Arsenal team that Wenger had in those days, the United team that uh, Ferguson had, and the Chelsea team that Ozzy had—they all knew how to win, and they did it. They just did it. They ground it out horribly, and there was inevitability about it. But there's inevitability about the weaknesses of Liverpool, the weaknesses of Arsenal, the weaknesses this is a Man United now there is an inevitability there wasn't so much of that at City but there definitely is of the other team and Tottenham you know all of these teams have this weakness that you can isn't this the, the, the Rafa, there, there the Rafa blanket a- thing the, the idea that if you if you pull the blanket towards being attacking you'll expose your defence mm. and if you pull the blanket towards being defending you won't score but don't you think there was that team, what, they, that they were seen? I thought there were units. I mean, you, you know, Vera, uh, you know, the backbone of those teams, but also bolstered by great goalkeepers. Uh, all, all of those teams, I thought they were. That must come. Hard. There was not that many will weaknesses. come to see that. I mean, based on exactly what you just said, mm. they are owed the season in which they are found out to a certain extent, and they, they there's no two ways about it. They've got away with murders with that back four. Yeah, no, there's a lot. Because it's, yeah. it's an absolute, the, the goalie they've not been straight with. The, the, you know, the centre halves they've not been straight with. They're so good in the other parts of the field mm. that it's made that conversation redundant this season. Yeah. But in the same way that you look at Leicester and go, oh, it's always obvious, wasn't it? You yeah. get, if you've got Wes Morgan and Robert Ove, two blokes that no one, you know, that ever wanted to play in the Premier League, it w- wouldn't get signed in the Premier League anywhere. Of course, you put them together as centre halves, they're going to win the league. No one knew that was coming. So the, there's, a, there's an element of the kind of the alchemy of this mm. is, is definitely part of it. Definitely. But alchemy. I don't see that going forward all the ways because, as Martin pointed out, there's p- 
patently places you can get them. And that, that seven days was, was really telling, I thought, for City in the, in the future. Yeah. But don't you find that about Liverpool, too? I mean, like, when you watch them, you must feel that, even as a fan, the, there's, there's, there's nagging doubts about certain players, like because being a being a Champions League team, my God, what like that was it's an irresistible force. Not just Champions League, but a cup team or a, a team that can that can beat anyone on any night. But then it's very hard to kind of get yourself back up for the next game. It's like you know for say the league mm. games that have been difficult, understandably because yeah. there's not as much riding on it. But the the players in your team that you know people have questioned, does that, does that leave a nagging doubt, or do you have faith in them? Hold on a sec, let's just go to a break. The Whistleblowers is back for the season by Labrooks. Right, Martin, you you asked me (laughs) if... If I had any nagging doubts about, have you been thinking about that? Yeah, he's giving you know himself that the t- last fifteen minutes 10 of advertising. Minutes and you've come yeah, up yeah. with some he's, smart. He's, ad- Googled, he's Googled the answer. He's found. I'll tell you what. At least the geezer grew a beard that he could stroke long enough to make <laughs> he it. He didn't look have that like. beard when before the break. No, he did. He was clean shaven. <laughs> I th- and look at old Grizzly has him now with his uh, Liverpool <laughs> conversation. God, I think I. Well, obviously, you could argue that what City have done would 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 demonstrate that they're kind of the finished article in in the way that they've won the like they almost won the league too early and everyone's going you're shit now yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, there's a bit whereas whereas i think liverpool is still an evolving team and obviously as the last few weeks have, has revealed we're a bit threadbare when when five players get injured um so i think that i think klopp understands it and he's improved it over the season you you look at the team that drew three all away to watford on the first day of the season and the team that smashed um man city at home in the second leg of the uh, Champions League, having having survived that first forty five minutes, yeah, but they're done, a very done, different. But you've done the right way round. Of course, the thing is, is is they've you, improved. You, is you're looking I mean. for the trans, you're looking for the holes, the transparency. Once again, Tottenham have delivered exactly when Tottenham delivered. No, deliver. Liverpool has but drawn Liv- seven at home, so yeah, that's that's the. But weakness. Liverpool, <laughs> is, and, 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 there's the thing. But but Klopp covers a multitude of scenes because of him. Hmm. So his song and dance act makes. Liverpool's, you know, their shortcomings look less so. However, what also happens is when he gets a chance to send his team out and go over the top, lads, go yeah, and fight them on the beaches. Over the top. My God. And he's now, that's, he's arrived at that point in the season because I think everything about Liverpool at full pelt now will win the Champions League. Mm. Yeah, but he's, he's if, you, me, if you go back and listen to any of his interviews ever since he's been here, he talks a lot about football being won in moments. He doesn't say, we can beat Man City for 90 minutes, but what we can do is have a 25-minute spell and blow you off the park. Mm. And that's what we've done both at the home game that we just about won 4-3. Yeah, but that, that, that's still 65 is the other no, 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 it does, no, it does not. No, but the point, I, I, I think there's them at full pelt and Mo Salah getting away with punching that geezer in the face the other night, um, which is an amazing piece of <laughs> FA jiggery pokery. I, I don't know what it was, but he basically threw a left a left hook and uh, it was, and, the, and I, the referee must have said, I saw it and I didn't see an issue. He now that's he survives now for three games. It wouldn't affect it, obviously the European mm. challenge, but they are they are absolutely bang on at the moment. And I don't think the other challenges are. Hmm. I think that's I think it's patently clear. What did you What did you think of that that 
performance against Roma before the two goals at the end. I mean, yeah, it was so, irresistible, wasn't it? it was yeah. just, it was just an absolute force. I mean, I've never seen a, a European team in a semi-final of a European Cup defend so naively and so foolishly away from home. After, what did they do, if, Mark? What is it? If you had a DVD, I'd like. Even at Plymouth, even back at Torquay United, <laughs> we'd have got the VHSs. Out. Watch that one now. We'd have got. Can we can we get Knoxville. a couple of Roma VHSs and we'd have watched a couple of games, even <laughs> if they'd have been for the last ten years, yeah. just to get a sense of what happened. I mean, to not understand that Liverpool now, are going to come. At but you Martin, like if that. you're on the I mean, if you're on the field of play and you're you know you're a grown man and you've you've, you've defended before, I, 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 were Roma doing exactly what they were told to? And simply just doing what they told to, or, or, or the, the, how naive the, was it? Because at some was, point, the fullbacks were so exposed, but they were terrible at Barcelona as well. They're only decent at really, home yeah, against them. But they, they do that. They seem to have this kind of naivety about the way they defend. But the arrogance to not double team Salah, to even let him run at you, and then the way that he was, the way they were passing the ball about. Don't get me wrong, Liverpool didn't miss a trick when they passed the ball with I purpose. Think, I think they read I mean, that Manny, 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 Manny was the only guy that maybe squandered a couple, and to be honest honest for me they didn't squander them because all that did is put doubt in Roma's mind it mm. made them go they're coming out it was more the fact that you, you kind of go you look at Roma you go you had Salah last year you know actually how fast he is it's not that's not even <laughs> exactly like exactly how fast he is video, think, um, <laughs> one of the old sage pundits I'll tell you what Gordon Strachan said on, on, on the telly oh God. And, it was, and it was great because you know the great thing about Gordon Strachan is he'll sit there and he'll stroke his, stroke his chin for a bingo and he'll say something very sage like he said I don't blame the fullback for showing him the inside because if he didn't show him the inside, he'd just do it on the outside and just cross the ball and someone else would score. There, there was there was no choice. Once you got once Salah's there, well, he was the ginger Salah, wasn't he of his era? Uh, Gordon, he was a player, PFA Player that's of the Year. An interesting at thirty-eight play, PFA Player of the Year. Let's lest we forget. Was it was it was PFA he PFA Player of the Year? Thirty-eight years old. He was right. I remember. Yes. It. I, I remember Leeds United. He was Leeds, the best player. The best player in the league at he was thirty-eight. Filth. So now, so that's a good segue, Martin. I yeah. like you there. I Thanks. like that. So the, the the footballers' player of the year was Salah, and the uh, writers' player of the year was Salah. Well, that's who, interesting. Who did you vote for, Martin? I talked to we we on the very the very morning of this particular podcast based yeah. conversation. Yeah. Do you know what? I always used to uh, Martin, uh, Mister uh, uh, <laughs> Martin Gritton was on the radio on Talksport Two on our show. Yeah, go on. And um, it was on my lunch. It, was, it, it was a, a very interesting. Well, basically, this Mosello's got has got both the players and the writers. writers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. An old as it, Derek is it, is Doc it, is it, Matic it over there. It's gone it for, I use the I'll words, take the dual midfielder if you don't mind, two, please. Well, the two words recency bias was something <laughs> that I, oh. I leveled at Talksport Two listeners. So I'm not sure. He well, did that use went that down. phrase, by but the way. I, I mean, I mean I it with all due respect. I thought you said regency bias, which meant that he was wearing clothes. From the late nineteenth century, yeah. but no, that's not true. Dem- demonstrate your expertise. Tell us, tell us Come why on, Kevin Martin. De Bruyne. Come right. on, okay. So you have to look at these things in terms of what what was achieved. What what did they win? Mm. Right. Um, I think I, I, I might have alluded to the point that Marcus Stewart had a good season in the Premier League. I think but there's a been a silly. few of them. Andreas Alenzi was top scorer in Serie A, and then he moved to Notts Forest. I mean, there's a oh, lot good. of guys that have had good seasons. Can I give you a all right. Then already after just one season, <laughs> Mo Salah is in the top seventy all go- all time goal sport scorers of Liverpool for one season. Well, that's, that's it says more about your club than it says about Mo Salah. <laughs> but no, I. I uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm joking. That's when he had five up front in that Ian St. John down the middle. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. If, uh, but interestingly, I always found the PFA voting slips hilarious, particularly when I was playing for like Macclesfield and they'd come around at J- in January. They're not good, are they, Martin? No, but they would come around and they, the, your PFA rep would give you them and we'd be in this freezing cold. There'd be no heating. The showers would be cold. There'd be mud everywhere. I was like, has anyone got a spare stud? I haven't got enough studs in my bed. So we're just trying to get enough for training. And then someone would come in and go, vote for your favourite player in the world. Here they are. <laughs> put, a, put, put a millionaire you, down on a piece mean? of paper. <laughs> exactly and I was yeah. like, do you know what I'm going to do? I was like, well, I, I voted for Paul McGregor most years. Yeah, this, this will cheer my day up. <laughs> so I was like, oh, just let me think about Somebody, millionaires. Well, somebody who's got to work in a helicopter. <laughs> I was like, who are you? Put got? his name down. <laughs> That's it. Who have we got tomorrow? We've got Carlisle away from Plymouth. So just hurry up, mate. He says, oh, great. So Ma- you Stuart, scribble it Marty's down. Marty's made me sad about football. <laughs> I'm not sure we can help him. Oh, no, no, I, don't. I, I, I bet he's beyond all that. No. So, so there's. I, 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 I go most of all day long, by the way, without any of, of his, profes- no his professional yeah, expertise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's only one of the one in the league, though. Not the so. least of which is simply because he felt like he did so much for the season. And Kevin De Bruyne is patently a genius. And he put Egypt in the World Cup as well. Well, he, he, did, did, he, did do that. he did do that. Not no, De Bruyne, no, no, he didn't do no, that. No, no, Harry Kane's I, claiming I, I, it. it Harry Kane's claiming the Egypt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think the PFA stretches to Egyptian football. So I would imagine the, the corruption level. He probably got a gold Rolls Royce for it. about being enjoying Premier League football this mm. year. So it's a pop... I'll tell you what... Yeah, De Bruyne was really boring and just kind of doing a job. Steve stop Okay, simple as that. Popularity contest. He won the popularity <laughs> contest. And I agree with it, but I give it. I give it him for that. Not least because you got about forty goals. I think that's not yeah, the worst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he should not be playing anymore this season because he pants the gives you in the face. But if you turn, anyway. if you turn the season on its head and literally just like flipping his head, show the first ten games uh, of both of them at the end of the season, and you watch De Bruyne do what he did at the end of the season, what he did at the first game. Nice, and you would go. My God, he is the best player in the league. Some of them country, by the way. Yeah, and you would just yeah, say yeah. he's the best player in the, in the league by a country. Granted, don't don't get me wrong that Salah has been the best striker, but uh, but without a doubt, De Bruyne has done every single aspect of the mind. game. He's, but there you go. So that's that. that's my. I'll, I'll drop it. On that. I'll he's drop it. it. He's gone for it. The host uh, is an LFC. He's, a, he's an Anfield man. I'm, not I'm just I'm just listening to the guests, and uh, <laughs> I'm I'm I'm, uh, I'm respecting their opinion, <laughs> and I'm going to keep my thoughts and tell them they're wrong. Palace, Palace won five nil and are staying up, Mark. They um, biggest they, ever oh, Premier League win for them. They really, the, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is, that, is that is that true? Yeah, yeah. It took awesome. them. It took them eleven games to score five goals at the beginning of the season. No, they it? have got. Uh, they've That's had for awful. the last two seasons. They've had one of the most exciting going forward football teams yeah. that you could wish to see, except. Frank De Bruyne decided not to be, understand how to make that work. And, he, he, and didn't, he didn't have Zaha or Benteke, did he? For his... Oh, did he not? He had, no, he had Zaha, though, didn't no, he? No, no. but... He came back just after... Or perhaps punching. he was lucky enough to have Benteke. I, I, I can't remember. Punching. That was, was probably... Punching Townsend Zaha. Hmm. Going Bye. forward. There's a kid playing at full back, at right back, I think you've Van seen. Say. Or the, uh, no, the no there's scored. a boy. There's a, a young kid who's, who's a Palace grow. What uh, what you what we should be dealing with here and alluding to is the fact that Roy Hodgson has taken absolutely nothing 
and turn it into a mid-table football team. No one, surely, I mean, perhaps there's numbers that say it, no goals, no points. Yeah, they had nothing. They'd not scored a goal when he took over. And Roy, now we, we've had we got two managers in that division who had to drag their sorry asses back into football, which is Sam Allardyce and Roy Hodgson. Now Sam Allardyce has done that actual job at Everton. He's done it in the in the in the time on the tradition, and they want and Everton fans want him out. He can drag his asses, right? Oh, there's some, there's some ass dragging. <laughs> Roy, Roy has some dignity about yeah, him, but Sam will but, drag his but ass Roy anywhere. Will, I think England, I think England undermined him. I, I, it, it was it was not a good time in Roy's life to try and be a, a statesman because I think he, he I think he felt the pain that comes with being the England manager. He's gone back. What a job. Yeah. Well, he's a Croydon boy. He's a Croydon boy, isn't he, as well? He's a local lad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Local lad done well. He's he's, he's talked about it a lot. That's been the biggest surprise to me, is that it's like he's took some civic pride in what he's done. Well, not least of which he's like Sir Ralph Ramsey. Because Ramsey, Ramsey... Sir Alf Ramsey redid his voice in it like <laughs> he he did, he was telephone voice, but he was common as muck. And in the same tradition, that's exactly what Roger has done. He's, he sounds smart, you know. He's he ain't South London. It's the only accent he can't do. Funnily enough, isn't it? I mean, the man is a multilingual. And Martin Hodgson. I mean, I think it's a shame the Ivory Coast out in the World Cup, given Saha's season. Oh, he's like a remarkable player, and and. Almost he has grown within the fact that I don't think Man United, I don't think he'd have grown under Ferguson. I just don't think uh, he had to go back to a club where he was loved and he was, you know, cherished and they gave him the room to grow. And amazingly, Roy Hodge has done that. Do you think he can take credit for that, Mark? Or do you think that's a ha flourishing? I would say that whatever management, I, I, I think, I think Zaha grasped the nettle there. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, you know, who knows? I mean, the one thing I want to say about Zaha and ask Martin this. It, is there any way that he can readjust his DNA to stop falling over? <laughs> I, I listen. I'm not sure because this is a I'm, really good football. Maybe player it's something to do with ruins. If, his, if it's a balance thing that's playing his ears rather than his DNA, okay. but well, we you're could, going we could for clear, in, clear his ears. You're going for wax. inner ear, inner ear. But I earwax. But it could be an earwax thing. Martin, I think so. So a little bit, a little bit of warm olive oil. Could, could I'm not ruling it out, Mark. On a bit, of, on a bit of cotton wool, but could fix Zaha. I, if, 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 if you give Zaha any benefit of the doubt, and if you look at Raheem Sterling's record and how much doubt he doesn't get, there's a, there's a thing happened this season where refs don't see, just seem to be able to think, I'll give one penalty, but even if it is a penalty, I won't give it because they've already had one. No, 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 they're, they're trotting out. They're, 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 yeah. they're playing the odds. No, no, that's what I'm saying. But, like, you know, there's, there's been games where uh, I think the way that City play and the way Liverpool play and the way that someone like Zaha attacks is, is about... Frightening you with his pace, yeah, but, it's, but, but that's the thing. Of course, they're going to fall over. Of course, you can fall over. Of course, yeah. it's, it's part of the technique. You've got to fall over because referees won't give a thing unless you fall over. You've got to pick the falling over. Mm. So that, that it's not so much that don't stop falling over, just fall over properly. Absolutely. The other good story I think out of Palace is is um, is Loftus Cheek. Who? Oh wow! What is, a is, goal. A, is a is a Chelsea? I mean, a Chelsea off cut again. You know, not not able to get games there. Him and Zuma. Yeah. I mean, Zuma Stoke. I've, do, I, love, I love Zuma. Yeah, yeah, fantastic centre half. I mean, it's not. And he's stopped che- Fellaini. And Fellaini's not, not winning any headers over it's him. A, and it's not like Chelsea didn't need a centre half. No. And but, with, was, but with Oxlade Chamberlain, Mark and Lallana both been injured, is there not like a a, a route now for someone like Loftus Cheek to? 
being Southgate's I would squad. Have, I'd have well, loved to check you that squad. Yeah, well, with an aging Fabregas, Drinkwater has not really established himself. You've got Bakayoko who hasn't... You think he'll be back at Chelsea? Oh, as soon got, as, if he doesn't have a chance back at Chelsea, no one's got a chance. Yeah. We just watched their kids win 5-0 last night. No one's, no one's made the, the first team since the kids, since John Terry. Uh, and you've got a 12 or 11 kids there that were unbelievable. Three of their boys... Unplayable. Play first team, and there's one or God, two give more... Them a chance. That, ...that were injured that didn't play. So it's, it's not like they bring them through. No. I, I'm, and you've got I'm Kennedy like up at Newcastle, haven't you, as well? He's been Chelsea. playing great as well, yeah. doing a great job. I mean, job. You know, you're absolutely right. I mean, um, I would... We had the, either had the best summer for the 16s, 18s. I mean, you don't, you, you can't fill up the squad with all mm. those fellas. Yeah. But by God, you can... It's worth giving someone a game, isn't it? For me, though, the saddest thing that I saw is I thought the way that he was playing, Oxlade-Chamberlain was... I thought he was going to be the best player... Uh-huh in the World Cup for England because he was absolutely in his pomp. He was. He had arrived at Liverpool. Klopp had showed him how to be yeah. a footballer, showed him where to play. He's the best English player I've seen in the last two, three months. Mm. And that knee injury he got, that, that innocuous... Cruel, isn't it? Yeah. You must, you must have winced when you saw... I mean, it was, you could yeah. see it, couldn't you? The minute, it's one of them ones, wasn't it? you saw him, it's like the Owen when he did it for England. It was you nothing, was it? Yeah, it's, you just see You something. could tell, couldn't you? Because one of, it, it weren't a challenge, was no, it? No, no. I fought through it, you it go, God, what a dirty player. But he, he just ran for like an honest and run I for the ball. at that point, Gareth Southgate lost his best weapon in the middle of the park. Because if you look around, we've, we've got a really good selection of, of, of talented young fellas who aren't necessarily there. Yeah. And I, 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 you know, it, it, he'd now, have been right there in the middle of it. Saint, Saint Mary's this weekend. I, I think there'll be one person in the room not cheering Southampton's win. I'm going to look at Mark. Hello, at hi, hi, Stu. Hi, yeah. Uh, hi, they Mark win. Here. They win, and the three teams above them, including West Ham, lose. And suddenly, the last three games now look now look like a yeah, dicey. No, no, we, 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 we stink. We stink the joint out, and, and we don't deserve to stay up. Uh, but we won't stay up. And what'll happen is, we if we might stay up, they will repeat the same problems that they created last season in the endeavour to stay up again, because there's a level of ego and ineptitude which is impenetrable at the top of West Ham. And it's just the fans. Is it? Well, <laughs> hey. yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Because there's no, no, there's no future tough. at the moment That's for just, Moyes, is there? I'll just... tell you what's going to happen. He's, the Rolling Stones are playing there in June. They're all going to walk out before they do satisfaction at the end. <laughs> That's exactly what's going to happen. I can't it's get so, no. So, it's so established I mean, I suppose, at the club. I mean, I mean we're, 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 we're at that stage of the season where, where teams are watching other results. And, and when you look at poor Huddersfield, who are below you, and they've got... They've got Man City, then they've got Chelsea, both away. And then their last game is at home to I, Arsenal. I... I, I on a personal level, um, Huddersfield, I love what they did coming up. I don't think they've had anything particularly to the division, as it were. I love the fact that Brighton and Chris Hutner have done, and they, they yeah, will yeah. survive. They'll survive the cull. Um, I don't. West Brom have, have, have take, are going to take their licks and go down. I think it's Stoke. I think it's Southampton, mm. West Brom, Stoke, or Huddersfield, and. And that's without any faith in my own I, team. I've enjoyed, I have enjoyed watching Darren Moore just kind of put in Isn't some it? kind of... I, right, so one of my first ever games for Plymouth Argyle, right, I came I, just out of uni and we were playing Torquay at 
on Boxing Day at mm. Plymouth. It was pissing it down. And Neville <laughs> Southall was in goal for Torquay. And he just wow. looks like Neville Southall now. Darren, <laughs> and I was, and I went to warm up and I'm running down the corner and there was just fucking, this fucking green mile was in, and like <laughs> Darren Moore. Cause I'd literally come out of uni. I was just scrawny. I was like, and then he, he just started chatting to me. We were just chatting nonsense in the corner. And then there was a penalty. Uh, we had a penalty. And he turned around and he goes, 10 on if you score or don't score. And I've obviously gone, we're not going to score. Because I just was like nervous. And he's going, oh, we'll score. So scored a goal. And then he comes to me, I'll come for that 10 after the game. And then I'm saying, <laughs> I've run back to the dugout and going, is Darren Moore, uh, is he really aggy? Is he? And they're like, no, he's lovely. He's a nice guy. Because everyone in the Plymouth Torquay exit area, they all knew each other anyway. And I was like going, no, he's, I think I'm a tenner. And anyway, so after the game, he's come down the tunnel and he's going, was that little lad who was on the bench? He's like, come here, go and you owe me a tenner. And then just, the little yeah, lad. <laughs> come in. I, was, I know, I was like, just started laughing at him. I was like, oh, there you go. <laughs> it was like, no bother. Uh, we end, I ended up going to Turkey a few years later and, uh, his legacy kind of lived on and there was well, a, the, that the era of- His, 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 this so far though. He's, he's, he's got more points in four games than mm. Pardew got in 18. What is tragic about that or, or, or obvious, and again, mine, I'll defer to you is, is that, is that we as fans are idiots and we think we know everything and, he, and, and we go like, oh, that Pardew's rubbish. He cut. I'll tell you what's happened is, is that almost, Perfectly, they pulled the curtain back, mm. you know, in Oz, and and said, "Look, footballers actually won't play for a certain manager." Well, not yeah, not just that. In the wrong, in the wrong scenario, in the wrong environment, if you're in a kind of, if you're in a nice place or you're kind of a nice place, but West Midlands is like the Baggies don't have a nice training ground. It's Scott, it's, it's the most northerly ground in the country in terms of height, so it's cold. Is it's it? always cold. So it's the highest. It's the highest. It's top of the M5, M5, M6 junction. Literally, it's all. If it starts, if it starts snowing, the only other place that's higher is the M62. But there's no football team because the Halifax are actually really low. Shall we write this? A, hold on, this podcast is free, and you're getting this information. <laughs> I can't carry this, on. Man. So the highest, it's the cold. highest in terms of altitude, the highest ground in the country is, is West Brom. So if it ever starts snowing somewhere, that's why when you, West Brom's always snowing the hardest, and it's not a nice place to go. It's not nice. It was always like this kind of fortress to go to an away team. So pard you on a bench. Nah, it's not terrifying. It's like Darren Moore, some, something about him that fits. You want to look along and go, yeah, that's, that's the guy that leads this, these but guys. No frills, hard working training team. In tools, and he's done the right thing. It's the thing, isn't it? I mean, uh, let's not pretend otherwise, is it? I mean, footballers will down tools oh, by way of off in a manager. Particularly for Pardew. I mean, I, and also, I'm thinking Puel, um, uh, it's kind of gone that way for him, but I'd say I'd say there was a circumstance that Leicester have always tended towards. Actually, they've got a Mares in the dressing room that's that's unsettled them. You've got a, a Vardy that's probably thinking about where can I go. That, but if you look at West Brom, West Brom are just a bunch of guys that had nothing, and Pardew was still kicking them in the nuts. You know, what I mean, Burke. Yeah. There was a few guys that you just wanted to give a bit of confidence to. You gave them nothing. Took him to Benidorm, didn't he? And, they, uh... <laughs> and showed them about no, how, he, no, how good he was with the ladies. They stole a taxi in Barcelona. Barcelona they yeah. stole a Barcelona taxi. <laughs> that was the old. I think that's where that, that is. That was the yeah. bonding session <laughs> that went slightly awry. Yeah. One might argue. One last thing. This week I've learned an Italian phrase Hello. that translates to if you claim victory too soon, you'll be punished by the god of defeat. Are Liverpool definitely through, or are they? Or are they going to be uh, taken to the wire at the Olympico? Is, is, have you got a translation for that? Is it no, I can't. Like, I, I can't do the English. Is I can do the English bit. Mohammed Salah. If Liverpool can't get through, and all that, I, I think. If, I think if they win, they win. 
City. I, I don't. I don't. I don't like. The I way, don't like Madrid or, or Bayern. The way you dealt with City, I mean, like Etihad, I'm sure the the, the Olympic Stadium is, is more terrifying. Is it Olympic Stadium? Roma? They yeah, yeah, Olympic, yeah, that yeah, last yeah. Year. Uh, I'm sure it's more terrifying than the Etihad because that's absolute moot. But if you go to the Etihad and you let a team come on to you and try and beat you and then hit them on the break like Liverpool do, that's that's how you guys yeah, exactly. play. If You'll he, hurt them. If you get a goal, you're done. If, that's if, it. He, clops, if he clops it all the way from this point forward... Yeah. I, th- I, th- I think they win it. I, 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 I would love them to win it. I would, would be great, would it? Absolutely love them. Great. Do you, do, you, do you think there's any import? I mean, Liverpool have just this week, for personal reasons, we know anything more than that. And Buvak has left, mm. has gone, has left Liverpool for the time being. He hasn't left for good or anything. How important is is the assistant manager to? the morale of a team from your experience at this, at this point in the season it's not it's it does, it's not an issue at all it's only a, it's only an issue when they're the linchpin to they're the segue between the first team and the manager that's, okay. what, that's what the guy does if you if the guys are buzzing I mean look at I love the picture of them holding up Salah and training and they're like kind of everyone's unified everyone knows their jobs you get to this point in the season everyone's absolutely full guns blazing they know what they're, mm-hmm. they know what they're doing just keep them fit and put, point them in the right direction that's been the whistleblowers this is a playback media production to listen to all our football podcasts, visit playbackmedia.co.uk. The Whistleblowers is back for the season by Labbrooks. If you're a large organisation involved in managing, purchasing or making decisions on software licences, you need Livingston. Livingston provides the technology and a large team of experts to help you understand what software is installed on your network, who is using it and whether you purchase the right number of software licences to legally use it. This information can help you make smart business decisions when it comes to renegotiating software licensing agreements with large software publishers like Microsoft, Oracle, IBM and others, and when budgeting for software spend. To reduce the cost and risk of managing your software licenses, speak to Livingston today about our managed services. Over 50 multinationals across the world trust Livingston to manage their software licenses. Visit livingston-tech.com for more information. What's your thoughts on Fulham? Chances are you don't think about them too much, but nice away day by the river, used to have a Michael Jackson statue, and once did quite well under Roy Hodgson. But that's probably about it, because chances are you're not a Fulham fan. However, if you do know someone that supports Fulham, maybe a mate or a colleague at work, please tell them about the Fulhamish podcast that I host every week looking at each Fulham game as it comes and goes, with a nice bit of quirkiness and humour along the way too. You can find Fulhamish at fulhamish.co.uk and we're also available on all podcast platforms including iTunes, Acast and playbackmedia.co.uk. That's Fulhamish, your weekly independent Fulham FC podcast. Sports Social Podcast Network.